Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. And an extra point was not what they needed, but for the standings, but maybe it's what they needed for their morale. Um, thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes postgame show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. I'm Leah here. Petey, yeah, Sean here. behind the Mac. Going to give him a shout out every show now. Um, Craig calling in from Mullet shortly. Petey. Take it away. Yeah, well, I tell you what, from the way this team looked the other night against Carolina to the way they look tonight against New Jersey, it's two different teams. Yeah. And you know, first of all, we talk about the depleted roster since the trade deadline and all the players that they lost and how that they played after that trade deadline. Um, they didn't come out with their usual effort. Today they did. Um, I, I tell you what, this was a much different team. And you, we talked about Schmaltz and Keller last game were virtually non-existent today. They team up for a, one of their spectacular goals. They looked all in again. They skated well. Everybody chipped in. Um, we'll get to more about some of the goal scores in a minute here. But it was it was a good team 60 minutes. And this is one thing this Coyote team has done. Even if they get behind, they keep battling back. And this New Jersey team is the second best team in the Metro, mm-hmm. third in the East. It's a good hockey team. Yeah, and they got better at the trade deadline. Yeah, and, and Timo Meyer gets his first goal as the devil, and that I thought they were fast. They were had their offensive game going. I just the Coyotes were right with them, and it's it's moments like that you go, okay, you get maybe a little too excited. Oh, they they're with them. I know in a seven game series they're not going to stick with this no. team, but they they played bear hockey today. The Andre Turney wants this team to compete. He wants them to work hard till the final buzzer, win or lose. And they did that tonight with a huge goal by Jack McBain um, with two minutes to go. I got to say, the vi- our vibe here at the studio, I know it's been Tank, Bedard, but something about that, like I think just last Friday was we were so down. <laughs> um, so it's kind of, you know, the point was a little bit extra, but it was just nice. It was yeah. just nice. And you have to imagine it's the same. I'm sure, you know, the guys in the room would have wanted it. To be two points, but you got you can't be upset with the performance they put on tonight. So I think we should get into the numbers in this one. It's a uh, classic Coyotes outing. Outshot forty to twenty nine. Connor Ingram made thirty five saves. 
Devils 100% on the power play, one for one. Coyotes 0 for 2. Not a ton of penalties in this one, but you got to give it up for the Yotes. Blocking shots, laying in front of the puck. Um, Josh Brown, who just came back from injury, took a stinger there in the third period. So 20 block shots for the Coyotes to the Devils 15. And one thing about this that jumps out at me is you look at the shots on goal, almost 30 again. For this team to get 30 goals, or 30, 30 goals. 30 <laughs> oh, shots against... That would be yeah, boy, wild. <laughs> 30 shots against this New Jersey Devil, Devil team. And you look at some of the guys we've been talking about, shoot, shoot, shoot. And you look at Patrick Nemeth with four shots, Liam O'Brien with four shots, Lawson Carlos with four shots. Usually you'll see one of these players on the entire team with four to see three with four and several with three, including Soderstrom and, and Clayton Keller. They're delivering more pucks to the net. And if you go back and look at the goals from tonight, they're all because they got the puck to the net. They're not pretty little plays other than the the, the Keller to Schmaltz. The other goals, they threw the puck at the net and just things happened off of rebounds and broken plays. I know it's a little late in the year to finally start doing that, but it, it does pay off when you throw pucks at the net. And I thought that was good. The power play, I thought they moved the puck around in really well. In the first period, the first power play of the game, I thought looked really good. Yeah, they moved the puck around well. They still need to deliver more pucks on the power play like they were doing five on five. Yeah, absolutely. But unlike last post game where we sat here and we're like, what's one positive? And we talked about one. There are many positives yeah. from tonight. But before we get into that, before I forget. Oh, yeah, we're going to do that. Let's do the keys. Let's, do let's get that off the... Because we always know one and a half is good for OT, so let's it, see. It is. Stop the speed. I, 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 <laughs> I, I'm going to say they didn't. And only yeah. because they turned the puck over a little bit too much. And this Devils team is really, really quick, young, offensive threats. So I'm going to say that's a no. Mullet Magic beat top teams at home. That's what happened. That's a full-on yeah. ding for me because... Teams come in here and they're not ready to play. And it's we've seen it over and over and over. And the Coyotes are better at the mullet than they are on the road. And they get these quick starts and they play well and they skate well. And they hunt. It's all giving them all a magic one in the goaltending. I, Ingram gives up gives up a whack of goals in this one. And he gives up five, but I thought he played really well. I mean, there were moments where he is making saves, point-blank saves from really high-skilled players. I, I thought he had a really good game. I'll give them a half. On the goal so tank. one and a half. One and a half. Good for an OT. Good for an OT. Yeah, the science is there. Our hype, yep. We have a hypothesis, and we are continuous, and We are continuously backing it up with real data. Yes, we are. We're scientists. Yes, we are. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk a little bit more about this one, um, and let's start. Let's start with Matthias Michelli. Um, what a goal by him! You broke it down. If you missed it, PD did a whiteboard draw. A in-person live PD's puck talk, yeah. if you will, on the PHNX underscore Coyotes Twitter. So go check that out um, to see how that one started. Connor Ingram, it actually started with him. So shout out Connor Ingram. But it was his fifth of the season. So we've talked about maybe his lack of goal scoring. But this goal put him with 31 points, third among NHL rookies. And if you look at the two people above him, they've played 15 and 16 more games than him. Um, so just to think about what he could have done if he wasn't out for that extended yeah. stretch with injury. I mean, he's right there in the rookie scoring race. Yeah, he could be. And, and we talked about his ability to distribute the puck is elite. His ability to pass the puck, that no-look passes that he's done all season long. He can find guys through sticks, through holes, through legs. Great pass. We would like to see him shoot more. Today, one shot, one goal. And I will say this, when you watch that play again, first he makes the good play in the defensive zone where he bumps the puck to the middle, but he wants the puck and he demands the puck. And you call it a beaver tail when you're 
slapping your stick on the ice and he's he he wants the puck and that's what a goal scorer does they demand the puck in those type of shooting areas he just has to get the confidence to do it more because it's a great shot it's a great look he follows up into open space he makes a great play and he would be among well he is among the rookie scoring leaders now but 15 more games yeah like he would be if not for the way this Arizona team is playing, he'd be much more in the Calder conversation than yeah. he is. Uh, unfortunately, there is some little Arizona bias when it comes to stuff like that on the national stage because they don't get the national games. People don't know who Mintias Michelli is, but they will. Yeah, absolutely, they will. Um, Nick Schmaltz scored his 19th of the season tonight. We are, I mean, if all goes well for Nick Schmaltz, we're looking at three 20-goal scorers on this Coyotes team with Clayton Keller, Lawson Kraus, and Nick Schmaltz. Just absolutely unbelievable. When you hear Schmaltz from Keller, it's like, yeah, no, like, there's, there is no Schmaltz from anybody else but Keller. No. Um, it's just unbelievable. And we got to give Clayton Keller a little shout-out because that was his 60th point of the season, that assist. The second year in a row, he's earned 60 points. Um, and the third time in his career, 2017-18, was the other time. And he's now just six points short of a career high, which, I mean, with 19 games to go, it's very, very, very possible. And we he was on pace last year for that before his unfortunate injury, which happened around this time yep. last year. So fingers crossed, Clayton Keller um, having a – Career year. Yeah, and it's the same guys doing again. Last year they had three 20 goal scores. It was Keller, Schmaltz, and Kraus, and it looks like that's going to happen again. Let's see if we can get them closer to 30. Yeah. That would be. It's. Amazing. I think it's possible. Keller, it's possible. It is. All things going well. Let's it, see. But again, they're not. How am I trying to phrase this? They're not playing stressful games right now. There's no pressure on this team right now to win, so it makes it. So you can make plays like that, mm -hmm. you know. You, you you don't you're not double clutching like I I can't make a mistake. I get, you yeah. can play a little more free when these games aren't as meaningful. And so I I wouldn't be surprised if they do get closer. If Keller doesn't get closer to thirty, yeah. I, I, Schmaltz, the two of them together, that when they're playing like this, they're hard to beat. And you see why Schmaltz do, drew so much attention at the trade deadline because he does have that offensive ability. Um, and and with we talked about Kraus, too, and his his ability to get to the net. Some of the shots he had tonight, really good looks. I think they led to some of the offense. Like the first goal, he gets from throwing it at the net. And I think the, the one in, uh, that led the McBain bowl, both the McBain goal and the Michelli goal, start with Kraus getting the puck to the net. So even though he doesn't score, him getting the puck to the net really gets this offense going. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jack McBain, I feel like... I'm sorry to say this, but ever since Nick Bukestad's been out of the lineup, who <laughs> don't do that, he's still you're still voting him king. Um, ever since he's been out of the lineup, Jack McBain's had to step into maybe a more elevated role, and honestly, he's taken it and run with it. Um, we've seen him have a lot of success as of late. A goal and an assist tonight, his ninth goal of the season, getting that goal to send this one to overtime, um, and he's he's right. Right in the mix for this team. Yeah, you look at what he's Impressive. done. So he fills in the slot on the line where Bukesid was playing between Michelli and Kraus, and that line provided the offense tonight. They were good. And I tell you what, we've said this about this kid all along this season. It's his ability to drive the net and make plays from the hash marks in. He's strong. He's a big body guy that fights, hits, and he can score. I this is I'm telling you what, this is a huge pickup. And I know when you talk to people around the Minnesota Wild organization, it's not they traded him. They just couldn't sign him. And, and the reason they couldn't sign him is they didn't have a spot for him to play. 
he's not getting this ice time with the Minnesota Wild. He's not developing like this as he would have if he would have been in the Minnesota Wild. So for him, it was a huge opportunity to sign for this Coyotes team. And I we had him as a bubble guy for the roster this season, but he's clearly shown he's an everyday NHL player, and he's his bar could be very high. So yep. it, it's, he's going to be a fun guy to watch as this rebuild continues. Absolutely. And lastly, I've been stalling this as long as possible to anticipate the wow. arrival of our friend Altex. Um, I see the chat calling for Altex. Where is Altex? I don't know. Altex, where are you? If anybody knows him, it's early text too. Him. He's in Central Time Zone. It's I early. know. Altex, yes. we've been thinking of you, um, and and we're just going to talk about it. Hopefully, you're watching or listening to this later. But Zach Cassian scored a goal tonight, um, and it wasn't even like a weird, gross one. It was actually kind of a nice shot, which is the <laughs> crazy part. Um, his second goal of the season, his first goal in 38 games, his last goal was October 25th versus Columbus, which was the sixth game of the season. And give go ahead and give the assists to Liam O'Brien and new Coyote Mackie. Um, mm-hmm. Wow, who had that? If someone put money on Cassian for a goal tonight on DraftKings, please tell me how much he won. I need to know. Uh, I you watch it. <laughs> I tell you what, that was a hell of a shot. I know. Like, the the puck does come to him start. off of a, a rebound and hits some bodies in front and comes right on his stick. And he, I tell you what, DP said it here um, that it's bar down, and it it's a hell of a shot. Unreal. He, he, he finishes the night with just over six minutes of ice time, and some of that is going from the penalty box to the bench on serving the too many men on the ice penalty, which, by the way, he gets to do almost every time they get one of those, that he gets to serve that penalty. Great for him. And then, and then not only does he score the goal, he gets the intermission interview with Bally Sports with Todd Walsh, and it was a fantastic interview. I know. He did, it's great to hear from great him. Great to hear from him. <laughs> I kind of forget he's there sometimes, all tech, Sorry. But, uh, yeah, it was a great interview, great shot. And like he said, maybe there's more to come now. Maybe that'll open up the floodgates for the Zach Cassian um, brigade. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So in in that honor and in honor of all text and in honor of the fact that I don't think he's ever been king of the game once before, Zach Cassian is tonight's DraftKings king of the game with the largest crown I've ever seen to date. Zach attack, one goal. I love how it's like his name and crown are huge. And then just like one goal. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's great. Eh? Oh, just like we were man. saying, it's, it's one third of the way to a hat trick when we said it, when he, yeah. when he gets the goal in the I second. I think that was Vagoda in the discord. Shout yeah. out Vagoda. That was a really funny comment. But Twitter and the discord when that goal happened was one of like the five funniest minutes of the internet today. For sure. And I, I talk about uh, Michael brought up Mackie. In his yeah, first game, his Mikey. first game as a Coyote, plays just over 13 minutes. Um, paired with Soderstrom, he was okay. Yeah, a, a shot did go off his foot, which not his fault. It no. did happen to unintentionally set up New Jersey to score a goal, but that it could happen yeah. to anyone. Sure, yes. I, I I think this was a situation where you your new team. And it's going to take them a while. At defense, you got to learn their systems. When are you know what? How are we playing rushes? Who's doing what on breaking out of the zone? It's going to take them a little while to you. You you really go. Oh yeah, he he fits in and he gets it. So for me, a guy coming in that's only played. He's only played a handful of games this year, right? Like he wasn't an, an everyday yeah. guy in, in Calgary. So I thought he played well. Good. He played good, and yeah. good was good enough for your first yeah. game here. I think. I think he will continue to grow. I think he's got brings a little bit of an edge to his game. I mean, moved the puck out of the zone, made the one quick, you know, makes yeah. the quick first pass. It was fine. Um, 
they'll have to see how he defends the net front a little bit. He's yeah. going to get under sticks. He's going to front pucks. Means he's going to try to block him. Is he going to try to get guys out of the way? We'll have to. They'll they'll work on that with him. But for his first game, I I, I give him a, a big thumbs up. Yep. I think it was a good start for what he's going to have to provide for this team over the last eighteen. Absolutely. Um, Brett Ritchie still not in Arizona. He's dealing with some visa issues, but hopefully we'll see him on Tuesday. And the Coyotes sent back Kessel Ring, Kolyachonik, and Kellerman down to Tucson with Josh Brown stepping back into the lineup. So lots of new faces in and out every day, it feels like. Um, but for those who might have sprinkled some money on Zach Cassian, and if you're out there, please, I need to hear from you. I really do. Um, I, just tell me. Or if you were a little bit more on the conservative side and just did Schmaltz-Keller points, I mean, cha-ching every time on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you could have won yourself some money. And I will say Sean did live bet the Coyotes. Um, there's a formula to doing so, and he was kind of right on it tonight. He was on it. He was it was on, so it was, close. Thought he had it. So close. They get the um, two two or the the goal two minutes to go. Yeah, it did add some uh, electricity to our viewing yeah. experience, which is what's so fun about the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, so if you want to win yourself some money on DraftKings, download it now. Use the code PHNX. New customers can bet five dollars and get two hundred dollars in free bets instantly. That's only a DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. PD, before you were telling me you enjoyed some brews uh, last night. I did. What were you drinking? I, it was Kilt Lifter. Duh. Yeah, Kilt it's Lifter. Like, it's your brand. It was, a, it, was a, it was a Saturday night Kilt Lifter night. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. There, we did, there were no Coyote games. It was a perfect time to have one, two, or six Kilt Lifters. Yeah, and you know it's another perfect time to drink beer? At a spring training game, oh, buddy. the weather finally this weekend started to feel a little bit more like spring. It's been a cold winter here in Arizona, uh, as Arizona winters go. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I as Arizona winters yeah, go. Right. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah, we're fair. from Buffalo, Minnesota, and Toronto. Give yeah, me a break. Exactly. Um, so if you want to enjoy a nice Four Peaks beer under the sun out at a spring training game, you should definitely check that out. A, a wow, a golden lager, a yeah, day drinker, I think, desert day drinker. I, I don't know. And I'm a kilt lifter fan from beginning to end. We know this. Yes. And my allegiance is there. But at a spring training game, I don't know if wow is not the perfect. It beer. is. It is. It's the perfect baseball beer. It's it my is. favorite part of going to D-backs games. They got it on tap there. Oh, Money. so I good. I was going to, Petey, can we go to a spring training game? I want to go to a baseball yeah. game with you. Love baseball. I want to. But it's got There are some rules, though. Yeah. I won't go to like I, the Twins played Tampa Bay inside the the a dome in spring training. First, that should not be allowed. You shouldn't be able to play indoors. So it's got to be out. There's no choice here in Arizona. So outside, but it's got to be sunny. Like I, the sun's That's really fair. important. That's very fair. And so there's no night games. It's day games only. Don't really even care who's playing. Not that important. And beer. Beer. Yep. So they don't even need to play their best players. I don't even care. I don't care if it's, it's the guys baseball. wearing number 90 to 95. And no offense to the guys that wear 95 in spring training. You're probably not making the team. Um, cold beer. The sound. Just the, the sounds vibes. of baseball. The Love vibes. It. So it's beginning to feel a lot wow. like spring. And you can grab your tickets for Four Peaks. Amazing spring beer dinner. Hello. Sign me up at fourpeaks.com slash events. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly all right as we wait for craig um a couple other things i want to talk about first of all pd the coyotes had yet another too many men on the ice penalty tonight and so again the league leading too many men on the ice penalty and this time yeah i always think i i have blamed and 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 
Coach Turney said it's not because of the 11-7. He said that publicly. He said it. Craig has asked him point blank. He said it has nothing to do with it. This time they're playing 12-6. and six, means 12 forward, six defensemen. Just too bad that three forwards go to the bench and four forwards come out. And Altec, do you know who the fourth player was? Zach Cassian. Zach Cassian. I thought you said it was Travis Boyd's fault. No, no, because I, I went back and looked at the line rotations oh. and who was coming. He oh. was the one leaving the ice. Um, I, I thought he had ex- overextended his shift, which made confusion on two guys jumping on for him, but that's not what happened. Yeah. So Zach just went out with the wrong line. That's a bummer. Well, that's okay. Um, he, he just wanted more than six minutes ice time. Can't fault him. It's yeah. like a caged tiger. You got to let him loose sometimes, and he just wanted he out. He was feeling it. And you know what? Right after that, right he after scored. scored. So, <laughs> it's so yeah, that's, it, it is, it's something that got it. And I'm going to give him a little bit of a pass too because the lines are getting mixed up. Different players yeah. on the bench. It is okay. definitely happens. It is what it is. Um, another thing I want to touch on is, and we saw this a lot in the Discord and on Twitter, Dawson Mercer for the New Jersey Devils. Um, he was part hit the the draft oh. pick the New Jersey Devils used to select him was the one the Coyotes traded away to. Get Taylor Hall. So when you hear Coyotes fans, when you hear Dawson Mercer's name, it's a little bit, it's a little bit like pressing on a wound, I think. Um, and he has been on fire. Goals in eight straight games coming into this one: ten goals, five assists, fifteen points in eight games. He didn't score a goal tonight, but he did continue his point streak. This one was just like a tough pill to swallow, and it. And the thing is, you have to remember, he could have been... First of all, the Coyotes might not have drafted him because he might not have filled the need they wanted at that time. That's number one. Number two, he he might not... Even if he was here, he might not be producing at the same rate because it's a different team, different coach, different system. So you have to remember all the things. And also there was, of course, the, the forfeited draft picks around that time as well. So... Coyotes fans take solace in the fact that he was probably never going to be a Coyote for like four other different reasons, sure. but it still is a tough. Pill yeah, to you don't know if they're going to draft that player, but it is ironic that he's in the spot that was taken by the Taylor Hall trade. By the way, you, what Taylor Hall and Mercer have in common, neither one plays for the Coyotes, and they're both going to the playoffs. Huh. Huh. No. How about that for Coyotes fans? Take that one to, to bed with you tonight. I that was, was tough. I was this kid can play. To be and you look at you look at and and this is what Craig's going to try to bring this together as as following the New Jersey plan. This is what the Coyotes want to be. They want to have these all of their first round draft picks pick paying off and playing well. He's not the only one. Their first they have guys in the first and second round. A lot of those guys are in this lineup right now. This is a young fast team. They're about the same age as the Coyotes within. Average days within 20 days of, of what the Coyotes are for, for youngest teams. But this is second team in the Metro Division. And they're, if they get good goaltending, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what the playoffs bring for them. But that's the model the Coyotes want to have. They want to have first-round draft picks to play and contribute and make this team a, a perennial playoff team. And, and and Mercer is definitely part of that. And who knows if, if he would have been a Coyote. But sure would, like Mercer and Cooley and... Gunther Stop. and Michelli. Stop. Okay. Stop. Done. Oh. It's a positive. Yeah. I don't know why it was a positive again, but it is somehow. <laughs> somehow it's a positive. Somehow. And one more thing before we get, sure. Craig gets here. He's walking up. Speaking of playoff teams, so Tampa Bay Lightning are a playoff team, okay? I've heard And of them, every yeah. single night on the show, every single night, we pull up the numbers and we look at the shots on goal and the Coyotes 
nine times out of 10 are outshot. And a lot of times they are in the single digits of shots in a period. Yep. Tonight, today, the Tampa Bay Lightning had zero shots on goal. Do you know who's on the Tampa Bay Lightning? Yeah, that's a pretty Steven good team. Steven Samkos, Nikita Kucherov, Braden, Braden Point, Point Hagel. Heard, heard of them? Headman, Sergachev. No shots on goal the entire period. Zero. None. None. They're a playoff team. Playoff team? Three-time Stanley Cup finalists. <laughs> what the hell? Look, at the Coyotes, we kind of expect it. When we joke about it, well, maybe they'll get a shot or two of it. This is the Tampa Bay Lightning, and now the concern starts to come in. They've lost two in a row. They've only won two of their last ten. And who's starting to get footsteps behind them? The wagon that is the <laughs> Buffalo Sabres. The Burrs. They're only 11 points behind with 18 games to go. Up the Burrs, baby. That might be Up a little the bit. Burrs. The Burrs, I don't think the Burrs can catch them. That's a, that's a lot. But if, if we just want to add some positivity to the night, it's not just the Coyotes who do shit like that. Yeah, I, exactly. So you got the low shot total for the year is not the Arizona Coyotes for a single period. That's unreal. It's the Tampa and, Bay but, Lightning. Like if you, First time of if season. If you said to me, like I would have said Chicago – or for yep. that, or maybe like I don't know, Philadelphia. I don't know, some, yeah. like someone toward the bottom. Well, that didn't have the offensive power power that these guys have. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, no, I would never in a million years have wow. guessed that. So that was just another crazy wow. thing that went on. Um, and another, sorry, we're like just jumping around the NHL, but there was just it was an interesting day. Shane Goss to spare. So obviously we saw him Friday. Yep. Score his first goal as a Carolina Hurricane on the power play on the power play against the Coyotes. Well, today the Hurricanes played again. First of all, demolished the Tampa Bay Lightning. One goal, two assists. Power play goal. First Carolina Hurricane ever to score a power play goal in his first two games. The defenseman. Defenseman. That's what I meant. Three of the fourths. That's, so that trade think, seems to be so working out. How well. do you think he feels? Like he did think, Billy, did think the organization that you go, you work really hard for a year and a half, re, restart your career, and now you're a team that's threatening to be a Stanley Cup contender, what a difference when you wake up, What the, the start of the week from, from Monday to Sunday, what a difference. And he's contributing, and there's nothing more you want to do when you get to a new team is you want to contribute. Timo Meyer scores today in his first game as a devil. Patrick Kane yet to do that with the Rangers, and you see Goss' Bear get four points in two days. <laughs> All that, they, they sure like you on your new team. Makes it a lot easier getting to the rink yep. and being around your locker room. So really happy to see Ghost yep. do that and have that kind of success. For Carolina. You know who else scored? Boogie. Yeah. Boogie, buddy. Go on. Now, I go to Twitter, watch the Bukestead goal. And I know the puck comes to him inside the blue paint and he taps in. Watch what he does to his stick from the time he wins the faceoff till he scores the goal. It's like a baton twirler at the 4th of July parade. It's spinning around. And so, like, the, the butt end of the stick is on the ice and he's spinning around, gets it set just in time to tap that home. So, please go watch that on Twitter because I was fascinated by it. Thank you. And uh, Jacob Chickard also scored his first goal as an Ottawa Senator. I think so he's happy to be in Ottawa from what I've read. From what I've seen on social media, it seems that way. Um, but enough trade deadline talk. Yep. We've talked enough about it. And let's bring in the man, the myth, the legend. It's Craig. Craig's here. What's up? Whoa. Yeah. Hey, guys. What's up? <laughs> uh, not much. What's up with you? Uh, well, we got another point. So there's that. Sure, you yeah. already talked about that. Petey, you yeah, are like rocking the. Is this like Minnesota plaid that you're yeah, rocking? Yeah, we're just going on here. It's it's a rough winter here. We're just making it through the winter. I got the plaid <laughs> going. A little upper northwest yeah. United States, feeling the grunge right now. I just my takeaway from this game tonight is this team was down emotionally the last time we saw them on Friday 
they were they were in a tough spot. They had a meeting. They had a, Andre called a meeting, talked to the players, and just basically hey, it wasn't like it was the riot act or riot act or anything. He said last season at the trade deadline, it took them a while to bounce back, and then they started having fun, started winning some games. We saw what happened at the end of last season. Of course, we have a different perspective on that than the Coyotes, but. He wanted to make sure that it didn't take as long for them to turn the page. They're still professionals. They still have to come out and compete. There's still a lot of opportunity here. I know they didn't get the win tonight, but they rallied from a two-goal deficit against a really good team again and got a point out of this game. I, I got to hand it to these guys. They just they just don't stop playing hard. And it's something you're going to have to look at at the end of this season when we go back and look at the teams that are playoff teams and top teams in their divisions, how well the Arizona Coyotes did at the Mullet Arena, but you know Carolina—they uh, beat Toronto twice. If you're keeping <laughs> if score you're at home, Boston—they beat at the Mullet. They've had some really good games against top teams, and this is just another one. I, I do think teams first time through the Mullet—it's it's tougher to play here. Yep, it is. Maybe, mullet magic, maybe real. So. Yeah, and I don't even know if it's like if you're a team like New Jersey and you come once a year. I don't know if you ever adjust. To this right. playing environment might just be weird for them. But I mean, again, though, they had a two goal lead. New Jersey had a two goal lead in this game, and the Coyotes came storming back. Unreal. Just Crazy. unreal. Who else yep. did you talk to tonight, Craig? Uh, we were hoping for Zach Cassian, who I, I, I don't know if there's some relevance to him because I don't know what you guys did before I got here. Oh, he's oh yeah. He's been our king he's of the game. Hey, but all text isn't here. All we're so upset. Here. So he's going to have to listen to this on his drive into work tomorrow. But Neither was Zach Cassian. We were told. Maybe they're together. We were, <laughs> Maybe we he were was here. Told he was getting treatment. So I've heard that a few times. Anyway, uh, wait, 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 wait. what's have, going on here? How do we know that Zach Cassian the isn't person. just all the same person? <laughs> have all we text, ever seen them in the same room? We have room? never seen all text and Cassian in the same They might be the I same mean, person. I mean, we, we've had athletes watch shows on this network before. It there you go. Crazy. We had, we had an ASU basketball player come in on Sun Devils last year. Maybe all text. Maybe it's his burner. It's like Batman and um, Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Maybe. Hmm. Hmm. We have side-by-side side photos? Hmm. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Might have to explore this a little bit. So you didn't get so to talk to him because he was on the intermission oh. interview. He was great. I, oh, so great. So I'm glad that Todd Walsh or whoever did the intermission or Luke or it was, it was Todd. Him. It was Todd. Yeah. Say, so it's good. It's good that they got him, but yeah. we didn't get but him. You didn't. So we got Jack McBain who scored a huge goal and was very excited about it. And is is doing some nice things. I like Jack McBain. I like, I like this guy's future with the team. I think he, he can really fill a role for them. Absolutely. Um, and by the way, Jack McBain, and I've seen a lot of comments about this, he and Bill Armstrong look a lot alike. Um, it's oh, pretty wow. funny. Like I saw a thing like Jack McBain should dress up as Bill Armstrong for Halloween or vice versa. Wow. I, I literally said it when they first signed him, when they were sitting side by side at the podium. I said he looked like his son. Yeah. Wow. It's, well, it's, it's uncanny. Maybe we should ask him about it tomorrow because Is he here he's going to be That's here. Tomorrow? That's right. Live Wait, here, in here, studio. Here, here again. Monday at 12 o'clock. Coyotes GM Bill Armstrong. We're on, we're on an hour later. And, and we'll make sure he doesn't fire you because I know I you know. guys had a last tough, time we had tough talk last I just, time. I've stepped it up since last time. Um, but we'll be talking. It must be the beer fridge. Do you think it's the beer fridge? <laughs> it brings him back? 
I know. Leah, honest, Leah, Sean, honest opinion. Has Petey stepped it up? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. You would get. You're bringing your uh, your B game, not your A yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. got to bring your A um, game. But yeah, we're really excited to catch up with Bill Armstrong because obviously the trade deadline just passed. We will ask him all about that and kind of look toward the future as well. So we hope to see everybody live in the chat at noon on Monday on the PHX Sports YouTube channel because we will be asking. Coyotes GM Bill Armstrong. Five questions from the chat, but only not the first five, the best five. So bring your A game, your A game, A not game, your yeah. B game, not your C game, right. your A game to the chat. You know, and you know. we'll uh, pick five questions from the chat to ask. Bill and we will decide the best questions. And yes, we are completely biased about what we think will be the best questions. <laughs> no way of knowing what will make the cut. But That's true. So You'll find out tomorrow. So be here. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, GMBA, he's he's getting those draft picks together right now, trying to put this team in a good position for the future. And Craig, you wrote an article a few months ago about the New Jersey Devils and what they've done and the model they've gone for. And now we've seen, I think, a lot of people, at least myself, I did not expect New Jersey to have the season that they're having. But you look at all their young players. We talked about them being one of the youngest teams in the league. But the New Jersey Devils model is something maybe Coyotes fans want to look to as a blueprint for this team to follow. Yeah, you can go to gophnx.com and just search for New Jersey Devils and you'll find my story. But what, really what it looks at, and I talked to Ray Shiro, who was the architect really of most of what you see here. You know, Tom Fitzgerald has filled in some pieces, but Ray Shiro was really the architect of that team and didn't unfortunately survive to get to see it come to fruition. But what what really excites me for the, from a Coyotes perspective with the Devils, and I say this recognizing that Jack Hughes may be on the cusp of becoming a superstar in this league, but when you look at their lineup, you don't look and say, oh my God, they have, they have you know, Sidney Crosby or they have Austin Matthews or Connor McDavid or some examples of teams that have won it like Patrick Kane. They don't have that level of player, and yet here they are in contention. You want to believe that you can do it more ways than the ways that I've talked about in lot in print lately. New Jersey could be a really cool model if they could make a deep run here. Yeah, absolutely. So check out that story. I mean, really paints a good picture. <laughs> and it is a really interesting blueprint to look at because there's all sorts of different, you know, com- team makeups and it's not just one size fits all. However, it is a lot of draft luck that like Ronaldo said in the chat draft luck does help um you know we've seen Jack Hughes we've seen Nico he's sure um and then of course yeah. New Jersey picked second at the last draft so we need we Nico, need that draft luck Nico he sure had the game winner tonight and I, I I love his game and I didn't know what he was going to be honestly when he came into this league that was a little bit of an underwhelming draft it looked like at the time and they went with Nico his instead of Nolan Patrick and uh He's a really good two-way center. Like in, in some, I don't want to compare him to my man crush Patrice Bergeron, but this guy is a Selkie Trophy candidate. He's putting up points. He, he does a lot of things similar to what Patrice Bergeron does. He is a complete two-way center. That's a that's a neat formula as well. And, and right now he's playing those top minutes for them. Yep, absolutely. Um, well, our last topic with you, Craig, was going to be with the trade deadline passing, and we saw Friday nights horrific game how our fans gonna want to go to the last games and see the coyotes play but i gotta say the coyotes themselves kind of gave their pitch on the ice tonight um it was a very entertaining game it was a spirited game they had no quit um but needless to say it is going to be 
an interesting challenge, not just for the last 19 games of the season, not all of them are home games, but the next three seasons to fill mullet yeah. with the bare bones that they have going forward. Yeah. And it was, it was, a, I was wondering about tonight's game. It was a good crowd. It was a really good crowd again tonight. And I, listen, of course we're talking about mullet, so it's not the same thing, but it was a good crowd. You get a little worried, like, okay, as they've fallen out of it, as we're past the trade deadline, as there's really nothing to watch and a bunch of guys went out the door, will people actually still turn out? But it's a good crowd. They're going to need to sustain this for a long time. They're going to be here, and and as we heard, and as Bill will tell us, this is the long haul. This is not. It's not like they're going to emerge from this next season. That's not going to happen. I mean, I'm not sure if the timeline is long as Petey said it would be, where we're talking about 2099. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah, going to yeah. be a while. It's yeah. going to be a while. So it is. will will they be able to sustain this? I am really curious about that. Yep. It'll be interesting, but I got to give credit to the Coyotes for being competitive and yep. interesting all season long. Um, yeah. And I actually live. There's one more thing to talk to you about, Craig. I almost forgot. Um, tonight was Pride Night, and we've yeah. been talking every time there's a specialty jersey, we've been talking about it. And so we got to acknowledge these because I personally, my opinion, I think these are unbelievable. These are the Pride Night warm up jerseys that they wore and then auctioned off after the game. I thought, as far as warm-up, unique, you know, specialty jerseys go, these are unbelievable. I completely agree. I thought these were awesome. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing these in a game, to be honest. I like so I don't, I don't even, I'm a big fan yeah, of the patch yeah. and the numbers. You can read them? You can read them, Petey? Can I even read the numbers? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, That's all. Yeah, no, that is a, a prerequisite for me, Craig, if I can read the numbers. And yes, I can read these numbers. Yeah, this Hockey is, cool is for design. everyone. It's, I don't need to say anything more than that, but this is a really cool design. Yep, it really is. So shout out Coyotes for um, putting on Pride Night tonight and for the these awesome jerseys. And hopefully the auctioning uh, off of these jerseys raise some money for some good causes. Craig, anything else you want to touch on before you head out? No, I'm excited to, to have Bill in, in studio again tomorrow. And before he goes live with us, I will have another story up. Just on some some things that I wonder. That's all I'll okay. say. Hmm. Okay. okay, interesting. That's a tease. Yeah, that is a do tease. Do we have any other cool live shows this week? Yes, we, we do. do. Go ahead, Leah. Oh, I mean, oh, yeah, I'm... if we want to talk about the state of the Coyotes, who else to ask besides Bill Armstrong than Coyotes president and CEO Javier Gutierrez, who will also be in studio this week, Wednesday at 11 a.m. So really looking forward yep. to talking to Javier Gutierrez and... um. Probably asking about his shoe game as we well. We are going to talk about <laughs> suits and sneaks for sure. Got to ask about the shoe game. He's yeah. got like, fire. Crazy I'm, I'm debating yeah. suits and sneak night for me on, on at noon. On was he was he noon on Wednesday? Eleven. He's eleven on yeah. Wednesday. I'm, I might go suits and sneaks. Oh my goodness. We'll see. I can, I can't even rival it, so I'm not going to try it. Like, no, I got no some. Way. I got some bright I mean, white I, sneaks. Well, we, we maybe. Maybe. Yeah, but yours, yeah, but yours look like you know something you wear with scrubs. You know, you look like you work. You look like you work at a hospital. Well, my orthopedic. You know how old I am. You gotta get that comfort arch, buddy. <laughs> oh, All right, goodness. Karen got the O'Brien jersey. Oh, awesome! Karen in the, in the chat. Love it. All right, well, Craig, we will see you tomorrow, and looking forward to reading your article. All right, guys, see you tomorrow. All right, see ya. Um, as always, you can check out all of Craig's articles over at gophnx.com. Um, really excited to read that one and go back and read the New Jersey one. It was yep. a great read and it's relevant now. They just played 
the devil. So check that out all at gophnx.com. And you can access the diehard only articles as well by becoming a diehard 20% off merchandise, 20% off events, including our PHNX tea party. That in the next one, there's another one, another tea party. We had a blast last we time. We did. Um, and you can did join you, us. Did you swing a club at all? No. But I did drink I did. a Four Peaks beer. I, I swung a couple. Talk to people. The, the, the putting contest was fire. Yeah, unreal. Uh, that's more my speed. Yeah. So join us Friday, March 24th for a night of golf, food, drinks, contest prizes, and more at Dobson Ranch. Come hang out with the PHNX crew, fellow Suns fans, and diehards as we watch KD Booker and the Suns battle in the final stretch of the season as they take on the Sacramento Kings. Check the link in the show notes to reserve your spot today. And diehards, check Discord for your exclusive discount link and if you want to you can get it you get to hang out with with sean and totry because they're a very popular draw at the dobson ranch tea party yep absolutely um and if you know you know coyotes held open practice yesterday at yes, mullet they did. and i will say a lot of people in the discord and on twitter and i'm sure a lot of people in this chat went to legal pete's after and I got a few mentions is that true? on Twitter Did that you? the queso was in stock and is back and fire as well. So I'm just saying the, the, I have not steered anybody wrong. On the queso is right because it's got to be that right blend of yes. cheese and spices. You don't. Yes. And, and, and they nail it. Nail it. I, so, I agree. I mean, I, I crave illegal Pete's constantly. So those of you who wear, I'm jealous. Um, I got to get out there again soon. So if you're heading to any Coyotes games anytime soon, great stop. Great place to stop pregame and nothing cures and especially for uh march madness yep which it starts oh, very soon nothing that's cures day. that's an all-day event nothing cures my bracket is busting the first round <sighs> like fresh limes tequila lots of tequila and sweet agave so you can try out an illegal pete's coin premium or frozen margarita stop by for happy hour 3 to 6 p.m every day happy hour is that perfect window before a seven o'clock coyote start just perfect. saying you end at six get over to the game for warm-ups yep. perfect Pre-game spot, just saying. Get that queso before a game. Did you see Blatantly Asinine come up with a new segment to the show? No, I did not. Earlier? Let's, what is it? It's Craig Wonders. Craig Wonders. I think that's a, I think that's a new segment. Craig Wonders. I love that. Because Craig said he's going to, he's going to, yeah, Craig he's Wonders. He's going to ponder. What does Craig wonder? I love it. And I think that's a bit. I, I agree. Blatantly Asinine, I think you we'll just wrote you, we'll a new bit. We'll give you bit. some credit. We will. I think it's a great, what does Craig wonder? I, I don't know. I, don't I can't even know. wait I don't to find either. out. Because you, if, you, if you read some of the articles, and what, what does he put them in his mailbags when he puts those articles like it, it, to oh, lead like, into like his mailbags? It's always a random topic. Unbelievably random. Yeah, so random. That that's Craig, Craig Wonders. Wonders. Yep, that's Craig Wonders. I love Wonders. it. In the off-season, we should just yeah. have that once a week, Craig that's a Wonders. Bit. Craig Wonders. And you can be... And he does, it doesn't even have to be hockey-related. Your segment will be what stressed PD out today. Yes. <laughs> what stressed PD out today. <laughs> We'll find There's a whole thing with road. a knife and chicken yesterday, but we're if not going to you know. You know. PD is day to day with an upper body injury. Exactly. Let's just say. Um, all right. Well, let's take a look at the Coyotes' upcoming schedule. These next two weeks are hell. God, where's the win? We're there? back to the Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday schedule like they uh, had in January. I thought we got over it. The back to back um, Saturday, Sundays are I, no, and not a fan. It's worse for them because they're in Colorado Saturday. Luckily, it's a four o'clock start. Uh. But then back home, thank God at least they've had some actual home And those two teams are playing really well right now, too. Yeah. Minnesota and Colorado. Yeah. Calgary so. needs the win. Vancouver and Chicago are teams battling for the Bedard basement. So those two games on the 16th and 18th. Must lose. Must lose games. Absolutely. So it's a tough upcoming schedule. But I will say this. to the end. The 11th, 
against our our, our sister station at DNVR, mm-hmm. I don't mind a win there. It is fun. Just saying. It is Because we had a winning record against the Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche a season ago. I would like to continue that into this year. Sorry, AJ, Rudo, Jesse. And Megan. And Megan. PD, and sometimes Blaze. Any final thoughts from this one? No, I think that this team got back together. I think they got – Bear did it right, and he set the tone – from trade deadline to today, they got their their team back on track. They played Coyote hockey, and he said it when, when we interviewed him the other day that they they might not win the games, but they they have to compete for mm-hmm. their games. And you want to see that that kind of compete level, and that's what they did tonight, right till the final buzzer. That's what we're going to see for the next eighteen games from this Coyote team is a team that plays as hard as they can, whoever's on the ice, from buzzer to buzzer. So uh, I think that was a it was a moral victory, even though they get one point out of it, and they don't get two. That's that's a big home. I'm going to say it. It's a victory. Getting it, it one is. point against the New Jersey Devils, who are one of the hottest teams in the league and, and second in the Metro. So this is the way this Coyote team needs to play for the next 18 games. Yep. And you know what else tonight was, PD? I don't. Another line complete. Get the hell out of here. the punch card. There's the punch card. Two <gasps> lines plus God. one star oh left. My. Can you believe, honestly, when when when... When DP put this up for the very first time, I'm like, oh my God, that is a lot of games. We're never going to get there. And it's it's the end. It's within our sights. It's within sight. It's I within am our sights. excited. So crazy, crazy Shout stuff. out to, to, to Sean for that design of the punch card. Still, we haven't mentioned it in a while, but that's, that is that is. Wait, every graphic you see design. mostly Sean designed and they're unbelievable. Fantastic. He's very talented. Um, all right, we have a $4 super sticker from Shane. This one is... Sheba dog gifting a large bone, bowing respectfully. So now we have to go to. That's see. what's happening. Yep, that's oh, what's yeah. happening. See, that's see, like when Shane does that, I learn a little bit more. Yep. So I get it. Yep. All right. Well, I am disappointed with all text. I am going to say it at the end <laughs> of the show. So all text when you're listening tomorrow, we uh, we expect to see a tweet tomorrow holding the Cassian stick and jersey on Twitter tomorrow in honor of his king of the game. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you missed the show today. It's okay. We forgive Maybe you. Maybe celebrating. Yeah, maybe. Um, well, everybody here in the chat live with us, thank you so much. Hit the like button on this video. Or if you're watching later, hit the like button. And wherever you get your podcasts, like, subscribe, leave us a review there as well. You can follow us on Twitter, at SPetersHockey, at Leah Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan, at Sean underscore DePaz, at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Follow PHNX Sports across all social platforms. And most importantly, subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Hit the notification bell. Be there for Bill Armstrong tomorrow, Monday at noon. So you can get your questions in the chat and maybe ask to GMBA himself. Really looking forward to that one. Big week ahead. Lots of stuff going on. So stay locked in right here on PHNX Sports. But everybody, enjoy the rest of your Sunday and we'll see you tomorrow.